Hey, welcome in, folks. It's the week 17 edition of Waiver Wire Show, and hopefully, like like myself and Jeremy, you managed to sneak into a few championships this week because um, we got big money online. Uh, I'm quite excited. Uh, how are you doing, Jeremy? How's your how's your performance looking? Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> I was, it was so good. Quarters were great. I was eight and one. I had five, four or five buys. And then uh, I just got decimated this week. Six and seven. So moving on to six finals, which is awesome uh, out of about 27 leagues. But the biggest problem is like those like losses by just a couple of points where you left points on the bench and just the wrong decision kind of turned it, uh, turned it uh, terrible. So just feeling those hard this week but you know whatever uh such is <laughs> fantasy football right <laughs> and yeah i'm using a spare bedroom here aaron we're 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 cutting it short here i don't got a room so i picked a spare bedroom to just hop in because my daughter's out there with my family and everything like that so yeah you, you want some chaos in your life throw my daughter on the screen she'd probably be naked running around <laughs> enjoying herself right <laughs> yeah for myself it was a very interesting week like i can't so a few of them went well, a few of them didn't, but it's kind of fantasy, right? You just live with what happens. Put the best lineup out, and you go, you know, pray to the fantasy football gods. Sometimes they're kind, sometimes they're not so kind, <laughs> and it works out. Oh yeah, imagine if you went up against like Flacco, Cooper, like Pickens, you know, Puka, like Brees, all those guys. It's like just good luck. You're not you're not winning that week, no matter how good your team is. So that's, well, that's imagine good. having Flacco and Brees and Njoku and losing by a point. <laughs> just. Pain, but I can hear, yeah, I can uh, hear the tool in your voice. <laughs> this is it, man. Oh, I was so angry this morning. You know, I woke up because uh, the games are on pretty late for me. Uh, watched the 40 minute um replays of uh the Giants and game and the uh, you know, the late game, the Ravens and Lamar. Uh, and I was like, oh, maybe there's a chance. And then you just go look at the lineup and you caught the wrong end of a few like nail biters. Oh, oh, Hey, we're still we're still in the championship. We're still looking to pick up some guys uh, and try and win and uh, and close out some of these leagues. So, yeah. So let's let's start out with these week seventeen hot hot topics. We're gonna use um, Aaron's actual article. We're gonna pop that up since he's not here. We're gonna use him in spirit for this one. So that's it. Let's rip it apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll start off with quarterbacks, as you can see. The king, Mr. Lee himself, Joe Flacco's at the top. Uh, I don't know why. Like, thirty-six percent. What are we doing here, folks? The guy's chucking it, yolo bombing it. That's what I'm saying. He's he's literally giving you twenty to thirty points every game. It's just fantastic. Doesn't matter interceptions. He's immune. He doesn't care. Um, He's just incredible. (laughs) Obviously, I I actually. I was actually just searching him in sleeper. Uh, I was just, I was like, why isn't he coming up? Because I typed in monster instead of Flacco into the sleeper search bar. He's been awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's been great. I picked him up in one of the leagues and I'm like, I love life with Joe Flacco. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Winner. I feel like, uh, winner, baby. Yeah, for real. Um, let's pull up. I hope you do too, Ryan. Uh, it has been like the weird thing about Christmas is it, like you think it's kind of like a mini holiday. It's not. It's just, Non-stop chaos, everything's going on. By the end of Christmas, you're just like, all right, I need to decompress because so much stuff has happened, yeah, all the events, all the things. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. I love it. It's just there's a lot that goes into it. So this is the after effects, as you can tell from me. Like, your boy's not feeling so great at the moment, but we are powering through. It is what it is. Um, so we got, obviously, the top options. We got Stafford at 74%, Carr, mm-hmm. you know, Russell. Any one of those guys, like, if they're available, that's awesome. You can go with those guys. 
when you get down to the more medium tier guys, we have Baker and Gino, and it gets a little more matchup dependent. And then we have our Mr. Our Mr. Elite, our league winner, Joe Flacco at 32%, the Gardner Minshew, Aiden O'Connell, who, interestingly enough, I almost started Aiden O'Connell. Thankfully, I did not because that would have been a disaster. But that's where one of my teams was at, just to give you a heads up. I was like, Aiden O'Connell? It's like, no, I can't do it. And then the real deep Darthur options, we got DeVito, Nick Mullins, and Mason Rudolph. Um, if you're looking at this list, Jeremy, who stands out to you of guys you want to start in this week? It's you know it's so hard because Flacco absolutely been dominant. Um, he has taken over the role of elite volume play uh, from Sam Howell, who just fell off the map, uh, who is trending towards most pass attempts since Tom Brady. Um, but yeah, uh, the problem with Flacco is that even though he's going to throw uh, have a ton of volume. Um, and he's going to put up fantasy points for you. He's playing the Jets in Week 17, and it's just so hard to get behind mm-hmm. a Flacco play when you have some of these other options in tremendously better matchups. The Jets are just so – they're so good uh, defending the pass. Uh, they're stifling. You got Sauce there who's going to lock down Amari enough. Amari's not going to do what he did last week again, mm-hmm. um, not against that Jets secondary. So – uh, you know, I want to say Flacco. I just can't with the horrible matchup. I mean, uh, somebody like Geno Smith, man. Geno Smith, I love this week against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, that defense uh, managed to turn it around a little bit last week, but uh, they're still going to get gashed, right? That Seattle offense is is going to move the ball. Everybody's healthy. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I guess Walker is healthy, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, we we – he's playing anyway, <laughs> but uh, you know, that Seattle often should move the ball against Pittsburgh. I really love Gino um, and how he's looking um, and how they should go. And then, you know, uh, stay in the flames with Baker Mayfield. Right. Um, I mean that uh, new Orleans isn't, hasn't really been um, anything that's uh, been particularly scary with Mar- Marshawn Lattimore out. So uh, you know, I'm staying in the flames with Baker there. Uh, those are the two I love. And then I don't see him. Oh, I do see him at the bottom there. Uh, it's Nick Mullins. Uh, he's throwing picks left and right, Nick Mullins is. Uh, but I don't really care that Green Bay secondary. It'll p- depend for me if Jair Alexander plays, but I think he's likely out. I don't, is he IR'd? I'm not actually sure. done. Yeah. He might be. I'm not 100% sure either way. But since he left uh, the lineup as well, uh, you can throw all over Green Bay. So uh, those are three guys that I really like, Um, you know, and then of course you have Matthew Stafford who uh, is looking like a champion uh, and the giants are, they're okay. So, you know, I like, uh, I like some of those lesser options, but if Stafford's there, he's, he's probably my number one. Yeah. I think if you can get your hands on Russ against the chargers, like that's just, that's a primo matchup and it's really hard to just throw that down. We saw it was looking rough. Like I was watching that Christmas game with, with Russ and I was like, my team is going to face play. And then all of a sudden they turned it on a couple touchdowns at the end. And I was like, okay, we were back. We're good. But yeah, it was, it was treacherous. Um, and he's going against the Chargers defense. We've seen it. They just, they just can't stop. They're just, they're really, really bad. So I think like you're saying Stafford, obviously, I think Russ is up there too. If you can get either one of those guys, which seems unlikely at this point in the season, but if they are available, those will be my top guys with you. And then, yeah, like you're talking about, you can go Gino, Baker, both have good matchups. You roll with it. You really want to go struggle with the Flacco. Um, I think, 
Interestingly enough, the team that Mullins is playing, if you go out and gets Jordan Love, I think Love is an interesting one too. If he's available, he might be, he may not be, but like he's been on fire and he had a bad matchup yeah. last week. It did not matter. Jordan Love just absolutely torched the Panthers. So and no weapons. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's <given> no weapons. <laughs> he's, he's insane. He's been playing great. So like there, I, it's some good options this week where you should be able to find someone you could stream. So yep. you may be worried about it, but you know you just kind of got to trust your gut with some of these few calls because. We're splitting hairs with a few of these guys, right? With Mullins, he might get benched. You don't know with Nick Mullins just because he's literally just doing the most bunker stuff quarterback play they've ever seen. He'll throw routes. I think it was like a dig route that he threw that is literally double covered, guy in front and back. He still chucked it and right to the defender. And I think one of the PFF guys was like, what are you doing, Nick Mullins? And I was like, yep. yeah, I don't know, man. It's just he's, he's a wild quarterback. So you can just him down. Meanwhile, we saw some of those cats that Justin Jefferson made. Uh, mm-hmm. last week so that's the other end of the spectrum right is like you got weapons on some of these cases that'll bail out some of these guys um but i agree with you like russell wilson the chargers are horrendous they've given up on the season they kind of tried to to do a little something uh last week but um with staley gone but they also just you know cut bait with a lot of staley guys so they're kicking dudes off the team uh they they jettison the coach uh so it's just it's over there so russ is a great option yeah, and I will say the one guy that's not on this list who might be – oh, no, never mind. I saw him as Derek Carr. I'm like, we talked about him this morning. I was like, Derek Carr just popped up. I was like, where is he? I was like, oh, he's top of the list. Duh. He gets Tampa Bay. He's the other guy who, if he's available, that's a really good matchup, and you can take advantage of it. We didn't think Carr had a ceiling, and he's like, hey, guess what? My ceiling showed out, and it was beautiful last week. So yeah. if you want to stay hot with Carr, I think that's another option. Um, is there anybody yeah. else, like a quarterback you would target besides the guy no, on this list? absolutely not. Um, I don't want anything to do with uh, a lot of the – Fringe options if they're not on this, you know, uh, keep an eye out for um, what's going on with DeVito if he's benched uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, what's going to happen. Tyrod Taylor could be an option, uh, but you're really talking about super flex leaves at that yeah. point. Um, but you were talking about Derek Carr. Um, I don't know that I want to um, jump into the Derek Carr experience, but we'll talk about it a little later. Uh, I will ride a few of his weapons in the passing game for sure this week on waivers. Yeah, like it's it's you you just kind of have to accept how frustrating the Derek Carr experience is with being yeah. a manager. Fan. I have him in one league. I literally never play him. He just sits yeah. on my bench. Can't trade him. Can't do anything. He's like a typical roster clogger. It's just yeah. it's not joyful. There's no joy in the Derek Carr experience. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you, Aaron. Um, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's what happens. It's like right. Um, you know, sometimes I don't want to do it. And like, if you have CFC, honestly, like. If someone offered me B. John for CMC, it's like a conversation, at least at this point. But yeah. you know next year CMC is going to absolutely just wreck the world again. So, like, this is the, like, dynasty market we have to take. It. So, I get it. Like, ideally, it should be B. John. It should be, you know, play a long term. Um, but as a CMC manager, it's like, it's so hard to give him up because he's, oh, like, yeah. the biggest the biggest edge of fantasy football. Like, there's nobody better. So, like, I get it. Um, but, yeah, I'd be, I would, it would be a, a long, hard thought process because I just got eliminated with one of my CMC teams. And if the Bijan team came to me, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I should take it. I probably should take it, but I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I want to. Yeah. I mean, elite uh, situation for CMC as well, right? So it's just a complete package. Uh, that said, I'd probably go with Bijan. Just age, yep. right? You just want that uh, those more years. Right. Similar, You're saving. Hopefully like, similar production like six years, I think you're, you're trimming off. So yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's quite a long shot of years. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's speak of running backs. Let's kind of jump into running backs. Um, there's Ty Chandler who 
the photo. We did not really do much from Chai Chandler. I was expecting a low performance from him personally. He literally got the touchdown and didn't do anything else. So it was – it just seemed like a weird game script. I don't know how much we want to read into that, but he's the guy in the backfield. Madison was playing. He didn't play much of a role. So it's – you can ride it again if you want to. But I think some of the other options here are interesting, like Ezekiel Elliott for New England, 77%. He's a smash rostered one guy. Jalen Warren, he doesn't have the ceiling that Zeke has, but he's a solid four play. Like, you get him, you know what you're getting. There's Ty Chandler at 71%. Um, We can drop down to the median options. Um, There's Zach Charbonnet, Roshan Johnson, Jarek McKinnon, all in that 50 to 60% range. Um, Of these top two tiers, is there anyone of this group that you particularly prefer, Jeremy? I don't think you can trust Roshan, uh, I guess. Um, so I don't prefer him. Clear Her- Herbert just came out of nowhere um, mm-hmm. with uh, a really nice game, which I was kind of afraid of uh, when I heard Form was out. Uh, McKinnon, kind of same deal. We don't know uh, what's happening with the health of any of those guys, including Pacheco, um, who I think was concussion right. Got a nasty knee yep. to the head uh, during that game. Uh, so I'm probably looking at... Ty Chandler. Uh, I just want to check the matchups again real quick. Um, Chandler has Green Bay. Uh, it's not ideal, but it's not bad. Uh, yeah. And that Minnesota team, we know that defense can uh, at least make it difficult for Jordan Love uh, to score 100 touchdowns in that game. Uh, so they should keep it close, and Chandler should be involved. Uh, Alexander Madison, 9% of snaps and two uh, touches last game. So if you're curious how that's shaken out, uh, last week they finally – made the complete switch with Madison seemingly healthy. Uh, so I'm going, uh, I'm riding Chandler. Uh, and then, of course, the other one you mentioned was Zeke Elliott. Uh, the Patriots got nothing else to play for, but, you know, Zeke has enough to play for. He's trying to stay in the league next year, right? Um, and the Patriots winning. <sighs> what are we doing here, guys? Come on. Like, we need, we need a better draft pick. Um, but that's that's against the Buffalo defense that has been a little bit better of late. Um so, yeah, I like probably Chandler, Zeke, and then, you know, uh, unless Walker is out, uh, I'm steering clear of Charbonnet and the, and the rest of these options here. Yeah, that, that was one thing that worried me about Roshan and that whole backfield situation is it's just been all up and down all year. No, we saw yep. right before the bye, Roshan saw 70% of snaps. They come back, he sees like 20% of snaps. And I'm like, what are you guys doing here? What, what's happening? And then, like, they finally bring back Herbert the last few weeks. It's just – it's a cluster. You don't – I really don't want to trust it. Particularly, like, this is championship. This is this is for all the money. Yeah, it's like, I really exactly. don't want to put all the money on Roshan Johnson. You're like, all right, yes, we're rolling Roshan. So watch him go off like 30 points. I'll be like an idiot. But that's just kind of is what it is with these guys. You just – you want the sure thing. So I think, for me personally, if you can get Elliott, like, we saw he had 11 targets last week. That's just money. I get it. Same. I trust his volume more than Warren's. And, Ch- like, I like Chandler, but – I want to see more from him. So if I was like picking those top guys, I would have Elliot above them. And then it would basically, I'd shoot the shot with Chandler. Cause I know there's a chance he's like the entire backfield. Whereas Warren's still splitting the work with Najee. It's just so difficult for him to hit that quote unquote ceiling that we need in these matchups. Right. Yep. And then you get down, you could, you could do Charbonnet. I really, I really don't want to do that. McKinnon seems more interesting. It's a couple of these guys. You just kind of have to watch the injury report. Same thing with Zeke. If Ramondre does come back, which he could technically could, that would be the one thing that worries me. But, like, McKinnon, he's a solid play with if Pacheco is ruled out. Mm-hmm. You go Herbert, you really want to do that. Or or Zamir White if Jacobs is out again. If, um, I think yeah. that's the one. But Jacobs seemed really close, so he was a borderline game kind of decision. Like, they went up right to the wire to play him. So I really don't think White's going to be the guy to play unless 
basically they just pack up the shit for the end of the season. I guess what we're not bringing Jacobs back, but outside of that, I really don't have interest in White. So I would need to hear in this upcoming week that you know Jacobs is out. They're like, all right, cool, we can fire up White again. Until then, I, um, I think the dart throw of Chris Rodriguez. If you're really, really desperate with any one of these guys, I don't mind it. He's gonna see the Take volume. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. San Francisco is a weird matchup. Like, they're not the worst in the world. Like, they seem to get up points, you know? So, it's it's kind of just – you're really scraping the barrel at this point if we're really down oh. far, I think. Yeah, my thought process with San Francisco is that, yeah, the defense is good, but the issue is the offense is not nearly as bad as they were last night. Um, and uh, Washington defense is horrendous. So, mm-hmm. it's pr- very okay. likely to be an Antonio Gibson on the field as much as possible day. Uh, uh, one guy who's not on this list, I just want to double check to make sure who I really like. I mean, look, it's, it's, you're only, you're not trusting this guy, but you're, and you're only playing him if you absolutely have to, maybe you're due to injury or whatever, maybe staff him on your bench. And if you have to throw him in there, you do, but Jaleel McLaughlin, uh, in Denver yeah. looked electric this week. Um, he was in there for his highest snap share since week six. He had 25% snaps. Uh, and he got 10 touches every time he touched the ball. He looked awesome. Uh, it seems like uh, Peyton is realizing that he's a weapon. And Javante just looks slow. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's still, um, you know, a bit hampered uh, by injury or just wearing down a little bit toward the end of the season. Uh, but not only um, are they working him in, but they need to work him in a little bit more. Um, and th- the biggest thing there is they're playing, as we mentioned, the Chargers. Right. So I could see a situation where they go up big uh, and then they're looking to run out the clock. P Ryan has been an option in the past, but they may want to see what they can, um, what they have in McLaughlin for next season uh, in a bit of garbage time at their head. Yeah. I think he's very much interesting. One, like you're talking about, Javante has just been disappointing this year. Like yeah. it just has not been a good year for Javante. And he's coming back from the injury. So, like, we kind of expected that, but like seeing it firsthand and throughout the year, he hasn't really gotten better. And that's the more like red flag thing where it's like, all right, what's the ceiling with this guy? How good is he going to be? And he just really hasn't done much for you. So, I get it. Like, you got to see what you got. And Sean Payton's always had a back, like, scat back like that, which Julio Mavonkland is. Like, he's going to play a role in this offense. So, I think we've seen weeks where he's taken a little bit more and gone back and forth. But overall, yeah, like, I, I don't mind firing dart. If you're desperate, if you need players to play, you need to chase something with it, like, yeah, go for it. You can definitely do worse in the deeper leagues. Like, it's – some of these leagues, I mean, there's just nothing available. Like, he's not <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, all right, exactly. man, I either got to make a trade if the if there's trade deadline is no there, or I got to just pick the waiver and hope it works out. So, yeah, I'm 100% with you. Cool. We'll see. <laughs> um, ooh, fancy Super Bowl. Nice. So, yeah, it depends. Well, let's like, – uh... We're going to jump into it in a second, yeah? Yeah, we're going to talk about large here in a second. And then we can kind of hit your, your roster up, too, if you, like, post your roster there. And we yeah, can yeah. give you what we're talking about. So we'll jump into what wide receivers for a second. We'll go from there. Obviously, OBJ, top guy. He's at 71%. Um, it's him. And it's two injured Packers. <laughs> Jaden Reed and Christian Watson. <laughs> if either one of them is healthy, I'm very interested yeah. in those guys. I just don't know with them. So yeah, I'm a big fan of Christian Reed or Christian Watson. Jaden Reed's been, like, the guy that's kind of – had a Debo Samuel light role with Green Bay where he's getting some snap time on scrimmage. He gets some end around, things of that nature. And it's worked out well for fantasy. It's just we're dealing with injuries. And, of course, I mean, OBJ's dealt with them his entire career, so it's a very fitting trio we have at the top. Um, <laughs> when we moved out to, the, like, the 50 and 60% guys, we have Josh Downs, Joshua Palmer, and Noah Brown. So those are interesting matchups you can go with. Um, we get down to, like, the kind of deeper. We're in the 40 to 30. 
We got Curtis Samuel, Demario Douglas, Wandale Robinson, and the true dart throw options. We have Parker Washington, Demarcus Robinson, and Dontavian Wicks. What What are your thought process on these guys, Jim? Just trying to pull up these stats for my guy. If I can find them here, I don't know why I can't find. It's impossible to find him on sleeper. Demarcus Robinson, guys. Here's the thing, right? We have we have guys on this list who are injured or injury prone. We have guys on this list who are like uh, Noah Brown or Josh Palmer who are benefiting from injury. Demarcus Robinson, everyone's healthy, and Matthew Stafford just keeps looking his way. He's been a wide receiver two at worst over the last month of the season in every single game. He scored a touchdown in every single game. He's averaging about six targets per game with some quick math right there. Um, Demarcus Robinson, by far to me, is the most reliable option here. And the fact that they're going into uh, New York to play the Giants. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that matchup for him, especially uh, because he's the guy that you don't look to shut down on defense, right? Uh, the Giants have a, some decent secondary play there, um, you know, including uh, who's it, Bradbury, right? Uh, who's who's capable of shutting down uh, Cup or Naku or whoever they put on. The, everyone's going to eat there but I like Robinson's chances to score another touchdown. He's the guy by far uh, I want in my lineup over anyone else. Yeah, he's very interesting. It's basically they've taken Tutu Atwell and replaced him with Demarcus Robinson the last few weeks, which I did not expect because Tutu Atwell's a round two guy. He's been good in the past. He's had some boot weeks earlier in the year, but they like this new offense. They've kind of shifted their entire offense. Um, yep. Credit to Sean McVay for that because the offense looks so much better that they've done that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Demarcus Robinson looks good. So, like, as long as that role is going to keep rolling with him, like, you just got to trust it. Like he's been good the last couple of weeks. So I like firing him up too, as well. Um, interesting enough, we have a question about the defense and I'll pair it up with what um, I can't talk. Aaron said, so I'd be curious Broncos chiefs defense. Um, he's wondering, should grab Raiders or Rams defense? Here's what Aaron had to say, ride the Raiders defense. They've been, I mean, they've been really hot. Antonio Pierce has that defense looking so much better. So like, if you want to go with one of those defenses, go with the Raiders defense. I'm with Aaron on this one. Um, He's really good with that stuff, so I trust. I defer to him on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Basically, if you need a wide receiver, just pick That's up fair. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, it's it's been wild. Don Jamie Wicks, we don't know. It's just like, hey, anybody who has a pulse over there in Green Bay who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been on fire, man. Like the, the touchdowns come and go, but that the hey. thing about that offense is it's going to give you one of the better options to support touchdowns. Because yeah. Matthew Stafford playing at an elite level once again. So, like, he's – interestingly enough, how we felt about him going into the year, I feel drastically different about Stafford. Like, I want the pieces oh, yeah. in that offense because oh, yeah. everything looks like it's coming together so well. Um, the other thing, too, is, like, uh, we got a couple of good matchups, right? So, I don't mm-hmm. see him on here. Uh, he can't be fully owned. Uh, but the Saints against Tampa Bay, we talked about Derek Carr. Give me all the Rashid Shahid that I can mm-hmm. I can handle – this week like he absolutely crushed last week he's a boomer bust option in a lot of cases but i think against tampa bay you're looking at boom options pretty much every single week i need to go back and look at this data but i imagine more often than not you have guys who are absolutely going off on the tampa bay secondary uh they've been atrocious uh it's the reason baker mayfield has to throw uh, a gabillion times a game um, and we know that New Orleans, uh, they're not utilizing Taysom Hill as much as they used to uh, for whatever reason. That can always come back. But 
the tight ends uh, in general, that unit hasn't been super reliable in terms of targets. It's been Chris Olave and nobody else uh, except Rashid Shahid seems to show up in some of these matchups. And we know Carr can throw the deep ball um, enough. <laughs> so uh, I love Shahid there. Um, and then from the Arizona sec- uh, from the Arizona wide receiver core, I don't know if it's Rondale or you want to go Michael Wilson if he's healthy, but they're playing Philly. I mean, those are two insanely good matchups there. Uh, Shahid by far, but but maybe a Rondell dart throw as well. Yeah, and even in the last like four weeks, um, they're still top ten to points against wide receivers. So like Tampa Bay is still getting burned. It's been throughout. It's kind of a reoccurring theme throughout the year. But if we even hype it down in the last month, it still has not been good for them. So yeah, hundred percent Shahid. Yep. Like he's a guy to target. I think he's the perfect type of player to play where you have a solid lineup and you're chasing a little bit and he's a little boom. Mm-hmm. Similar like a Gabe Davis. Like you put that guy in your lineup. Hope they hit like that's the Shahid role, and I, I like yep. it over that. But yeah, yeah. Interestingly yep. enough, <laughs> Eric's just talking about it. It's like, yeah, it's discount game news. Yeah, and discount Tyler Lockett. Oh, we <laughs> going to Tyler Lockett when he put up fifty against the Cardinals. I was like, yes, this is a good life. Not so much anymore, Crazy. but Crazy. we're working there. We're working there. Um, um, well, one more matchup I want to mention there too is the Texans, right? So I'm going to mm-hmm. monitor and see where CJ Stroud is. Um, he should be back, right? Like he should be uh, throwing the ball all over the field. And I'm going to check out those wide receivers, right? Um, if Nico is back, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to see where his health is all through the week. If he's back, it might not be a death knell for um, Noah Brown, right? Um, you, if he's out there, I would just go grab him and stash him. If Stroud is there and and uh, Nico is out again, like that is a smash for Noah Brown. Uh, they're playing uh, the Titans. Uh, so again, another plus matchup. And you know uh, the Titans are going to be able to do enough, or should be able to do enough against Houston to score, uh, keep that game competitive. So Stroud should keep throwing the ball. Um, so that's a, that's a good stash for me as well, Noah Brown. Yeah, I, I like that call. If Because this would be the third week we miss him. Like, if you're missing three weeks for the concussion, like, you might as well just shut Stroud down at this point. Yeah. Because that is something very, very serious. So I hope everything's okay with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like it's if he's back, then like you're talking about, he's supported multiple options this year. We've seen it with Nico and Tank earlier in the year, and even a third guy like Brown would get involved then too. So yeah, hundred percent. If if he's back this week, I'll feel much better about those options. And no Brown in particular, yeah. I won't care if Nico's back at all of that. Um, I think right. Downs is an interesting one as well too because the target volume is just absurd in that offense. Like when they pass, yeah. they're playing the Raiders, so it's very boom bust with Gardner Minshew. But like we've seen Pittman miss this last week, so keep your eye on Pittman if he's out. Then you you know you have Josh Downs again once again, smash it up and my whole family's trying to come to this room. So it's getting great. <laughs> um, one one more one more deep league option. I don't love it, but I, I would throw a deep league dart at DJ Chark um, because he's because he's available, right? Um, he had a huge blow up game, but the bigger thing for me was that even though it was against Green Bay, the fact that. Um, DJ Chark went six for eight for 98 and two scores was, it wasn't so much Chark, although Chark looked good. It was Bryce Young looked actually really good in that game, right? If he's kind of figuring it out and finding a little bit and continues to improve over the last few games of the season, Chark could be the beneficiary with Thielen drawing coverage. And they have a really nice matchup this week. Uh, Carolina does in Jacksonville who yep. has just looked really bad on D. So uh, again, uh, deep league option, but uh, if he's there, uh, you could take a shot. Yeah, like there was there was life with that offense. So yeah. if there's life with that offense, like you want the wide receiver involved. And obviously at Green Bay, like you're talking about, they've been 
their defense passing has not been very good lately. Yeah. So it is what it is. But you know, you could take either one of those options if you if someone dropped Thielen maybe because they're so frustrated with him or any one of those guys, like totally on board. Like you just yep. you just ride it and hope it works out because this is this is the make or break week. There's nothing else after this week unless you're one of the few leagues that's playing week 18. I don't have any leagues like that person. Do you have any week, leagues that are playing week 18 championships? God, no. Uh, I did a, a year or two ago, and it was like the the worst mistake ever because I think um, maybe it's even earlier than that. I just remember, um, you know, a couple of guys sitting. I think Stafford was a guy when he was on the Lions mm-hmm. that they like were going into the playoffs, and it's, it seems wrong. But it was somebody was like they were, you know, they were shutting down guys and sitting them, and it happens less these days. But you just don't want to risk that potential option of of studs getting extra rest so no how about you yeah it's it's no i don't think i've ever had a championship in week 18 like now that i'm reflecting upon it like i can't remember a time where i've been like oh yeah i got championships i every time i've been like thank goodness i've never had a championship in yeah because yeah. guys are getting bad you don't know who's gonna play it's just it's pure chaos <laughs> it's just, it feels like a very odd time for a uh, championship especially had a really good team and they just shut everybody down you're like uh this sucks like yeah so I'm glad I don't have any leagues like that first one. Yeah, if that's the case in your league, just make that change next year immediately. First thing, just week 17 is is it. Cut it off. Yeah, that's what, that's why we're like, I don't think we need to do an 18 show. Yeah. All right, let's move to tight ends. And Tucker Craft, he's um, – interesting enough, like if Musgrave is back, I'm not sure if he's back, so I need to take a look at this. Um, but he's top guy at an article, so – Tucker Craft has been good in the time Musgrave has been out. So if you're looking for someone to step back into that role, Musgrave is the better tight end in that offense. He was the tight end above him. Unless he's getting Wally pipped, which I doubt he's getting Wally pipped, which is a reference for the old baseball people. Um, yeah, Musgrave is a very interesting one to play in this week. Um, outside of him, we got the big names. We have the guys that are 70 plus percent. We have Darren Waller, Isaiah Likely, Dalton Kincaid. And whoo, let me tell you, the Dalton Kincaid experience has been rough lately. So if he's available, I would just let him lie. Like I'm not going to go with Dalton Kincaid yep. this week. Agreed. It's just it's been awful. So for those pass catchers in general, um, the medium league options, uh, Taysom Hill, who just burned the crap out of people. So he's just you just can't do it at championship week. You can't. I mean, uh, Taysom Hill was super consistent earlier in the year out of nowhere for like an eight game stretch. But they just they stop. Look, maybe he goes off and, and scores three touchdowns this week. It's certainly possible. But there's no it way um, I'm putting him in my lineup. Um, I you just can't trust him right now. Yeah, I'll say if you if you were willing to play him last week, you should be willing to play him this week. But you just accept the range of outcomes with him is probably the biggest in football of anybody. Like okay. he can put up zero, or he can give you thirty, and you don't know where it's going to. Like it's literally it's a sliding scale. We have no idea. Um, and Aaron's saying yeah, Musgraves are eligible to return, so still don't know where if he plays. So, okay. um, I would prefer Kraft up until we know just no information on this. Like Kraft's been yeah. good. If he's still available, grab him. But if Musker is back, then it becomes a conversation, right? You come back and you go there. Um, yeah. When we get to the guys that are a little bit lower, we have Gerald, Agret, Gerald Everett at 52%, Tyler Higby at 52% as well. I think both are good options this week. We go to the deeper league options, Schultz. And Schultz is really interesting if um, Trout comes back. Then we get the good, the good quarterback with his pass catch tight end. And we've seen how Schultz was thriving earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Musgrave at 27%, Tucker Kraft, so both – Packers tight ends right there in the mid 20% for you. And the really true deep dart throws, we have Juwan Johnson, Hunter Henry, Michael Mayer. Um, who are these guys that kind of sat out of this list for you? Uh, yuck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I've been I've been rolling with the Isaiah Likely experience, but it mm-hmm. just uh, kind of blew up in my face a little bit. I mean, not yardage-wise, but um, 
you know, he didn't get into the end zone, which is really what you need. Um, you know, and they didn't, they were ahead surprisingly, um, by a, a ton, the Ravens were, uh, and they didn't need to, uh, to utilize the passing game as much in the second half. Um, uh, and the Ravens again, play Miami. Miami's defense has looked awesome, uh, the last month, month and a half here. So I just can't roll with likely. I can't roll with Waller after last week. And like you said, Kincaid is dead to me. Uh, the guy I love here is Gerald Everett, right? There's just no weapons left. Easton stick is, is surprisingly taking some shots down the field. Um, but, uh, you know, Gerald Everett is the beneficiary of those dump offs. Uh, he's looking for him in short yardage and over the middle. Um, and if I really need a tight end that I need to rely on this week, uh, outside of Gerald Everett, who is probably my number one, if CJ Stroud comes in, it's Dalton Schultz. Those two for me are far and away, uh, the best options. I don't want to mess with the green Bay situation. It could be good, but if both are healthy and rolling, uh, I'm out there and Hunter Henry against the bills, uh, the Patriots, you know, they keep winning, but we want them to lose. Like, let's just. Let's just not continue that experience. I can't trust him. So uh, for me, it's definitely Everett and Schultz above everyone else here. Yeah, I think Everett's actually a really interesting one. Um, they have a really good matchup this week against the Giants. So they're – sorry, it's the Broncos. They are third in okay. fantasy points, a lot of tight ends, the past month of football. Um, so if you want to ride that lightning with both Easton Stick, who, you know, backup tight ends or backup quarterbacks target tight ends higher rate just because it's easier to check down passes, right? So it kind of works out for him. He gets a good matchup. Um, interestingly enough, the one that surprised me is Cleveland is the worst in fantasy points allowed to tight ends the past month mm. when they were lights out. They were literally just yeah. like completely. Yeah. So I don't know what has happened to that defense. I'm assuming they're missing a few guys and that has completely shifted how their defense is playing. So you could you could roll with Conklin this week. It's a really juicy matchup the past month. So if you need someone in your desperate, Conklin's available in most leagues. People don't trust him. The Jets' yeah. offense is really just a disaster. Um, but you know, he's a good chance to touch on. So I don't I don't mind. Yeah, and that's what you said. You said Grand Delpit's gone. Yeah, and that was, I was just gonna say Delpit. Yeah, that's a Delpit situation right there. Yeah, so I, I completely shifts their defense. So like those two in particular, I like those guys as streamers. Um, if you really just want to target the good offenses, it's either Packers tight end who's healthy. So keep those options open. Like you don't, we're not going to know until a few days until they announce it. Like if Musgrave's coming back, if he's not, if not, you can ride craft. He's been solid. So you can go craft yeah. as well. But I think to your point, Everett has a much higher ceiling and yeah. could really be juicy for you. Everett has had eight targets in each of his last three games. So I'm, uh, I'm riding that volume there with Everett. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that. Um, there's a couple other matchups. If you want, if, if you're trusting against the Seahawks defense, which has been really successful, you could go for our this week. Just the whole Pittsburgh offense is really just – it's really hard to trust that offense. But yeah. it's like the, the bad offense, it gets a not-so-great defense. You'll get somewhere in the middle there. So it might work out with Fryermuth, who's been disappointing this year. He's, been, he's still a good player. So if you want to go that route, you could go that route. But I just don't see a touchdown really in his his future for that game. So I would prefer yeah. other guys. Is there is there anyone else you would prefer that's not on this list of tight ends? Is there no. um the only thing that I would say is um, I'm sticking with Trey McBride after a super mm -hmm. down week uh, against Philly. They're going to need all the help they can get. Uh, he's going to get his targets once again, uh, and I'm just going to roll him right back out there uh, and expect him to produce like he has been, um, even if after a rough week last one. Yeah, that's okay. Like players that have down weeks, like we see this. And Kelsey had a down week as well last week. It wasn't wasn't yep. fully there. You just have to trust these guys. I mean, I think McBride still saw what, what is it, like eight targets, like, 
You know, sometimes it just doesn't hit. That's okay. He's, he's what do you probably the best tight end situation in the NFL? Like, I don't what do you think great. about Pitts? Do you think Pitts is a top six option this week? <sighs> I mean, it's so hard to trust Pitts. It like, is. I know. Like, once you get past the like the Ingrams and the Fergusons and the Goddards, like, I think you could make a case for him. I'm probably yeah. gonna have him below like Komet and those guys. So. I know projections will have Kincaid above him. There's no way in hell I'm playing Kincaid above him. No, There's, you can't. Not against him. Like that. That role is just – it's it's a disaster. Like they're literally yeah. taking something really nice and they're like, hey, guess what? We're just going to not focus on you. And that we've seen it with Diggs and we've seen that offense just kind of just struggle where it's James Cook. And then Gabe Davis went off last week, so go figure. So I'm not really sure what's going on with Buffalo. It seems like they're kind of figuring things out. But, I mean, they have Josh Allen. So you could always ride it if you trust Josh Allen. But, man, it's just – it's so hard to trust him. He's just been completely uninvolved in the offense. So, yeah, like I, I prefer Pitts over him in like the tight end 15 ish range, give or take. I haven't fully like finished my projections. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at with Pitts. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's, that's probably the highest I've had Pitts in like a month. Like I've, yeah. I've dropped down to like tight end 20 each week where I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't with this guy. And then it's Four just four targets like, in the last two <laughs> games, each in the last two games. It's, it's terrible. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the Arthur Smith fun offense. Let me tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> Get his ass, you know, fire his ass. <laughs> yeah, this is his error about Pitts now. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, in tight ends, it seems so clear you either have a guy or you don't have a guy. Like, there's, you know, like, you know the guys that are good. And once you get past, like, tight end 10 to 12, it really starts getting real dicey where yeah. you're like, well, well, the other thing, too, sorry, the other thing, too, is uh, Hawkinson. Uh, they said it's probably looking pretty bad. I don't know if they came out with the exact um, – info on his injury but they say the outlook is not good for tj hawkinson so uh chances are you could be down a tight end looking for one um so yeah. there's a couple of good options here this week yeah you could go the chia Quanquos or like really yeah. bottom scrape if you wanted to um he wasn't bad last week but overall we kind of have the guys we prefer on this list and if any one of these like wallers available likely or one of those guys is available like an everett like i much prefer those guys when you get down to the really to the ends it's kind of just like well Say your prayers. Hope it works out for you. Cause <laughs> it's, it's pray for <laughs> Tanner Hudson, baby. Let's go. I mean, yeah, it's, you could do worse. It's been so weird that every, one of those Bengals head ends each week does something. You're like, all right, Tanner Hudson, Drew Sample, whoever. I don't know. And they could just combine them into one player. And the ghost of Irv Smith, too, right? Combine them into one player. They might have something. But <laughs> it's not going to work out. Uh, uh, um, I think probably with that, I think we covered everything. So yeah. I think we're probably good for the week. All right. So, yeah. So we're going to wrap up the week 17. Waiver wire targets for this week. Um, I wish you all the best of luck in your pursuit of a championship. Hopefully you're able to lock that down. Um, for myself, Aaron, and Jeremy, um, we're out. So, yeah. Good luck, folks. And we will see you upcoming week where we target the games and cover the shows like we do on AFC on Thursdays and probably NFC on Friday, I think. So, yeah. All right. Take care, folks.